I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. Ooh, this month is... Wow! Oh, oh Mays, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. McCavity. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Sit Wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> I'm Hallie Labonte. Thanks for joining us today while we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. What a treat and a treasure. Oh, my friends, I'm so glad you're joining us today. Well, just like Acts 20 tells us about the time that the Apostle Paul was preaching good news of the gospel one night when some dude just nodded off during his message and accidentally fell out the window and died before Paul calmly walked down the stairs and raised him back to life. It's right there in the Bible, brought him back to life. You're going to come back to life when you hear the voice of my co-host. Please give it up for Gray. How's everybody? Hey, Hallie, how are you doing? I'm so happy to be here. I'm too blessed to be stressed, my brother. How are you? Hallie, I'm absolutely buzzing. We had just an amazing positive experience with my Climax kids this week, and I can't wait to tell you about it. Oh, what happened? Well, Hallie, have you ever heard of an escape room? Oh, yeah. Now, escape rooms are really popular around Indianapolis. I I think we have about 70 now. It just seems like that's the rage. And I started thinking, hey, how could we do a Christian escape room? Wow. And it was so cool because what we did is we got a bunch of kids, me and a couple of the seniors, we designed these rooms down in the gym. We put up some false walls, et cetera. And we thought, hey, what are puzzles that we can solve to get out of these rooms? So what we did, you know, the kids come in and maybe there's a clue 
uh, you know, about a Bible verse that you have to try to figure out. That's cool. It'll get, we'll give you some context clues and you have to name the verse, or maybe there'll be some verse numbers and you have to try to recite the verse and that will unlock the next part of the puzzle. That's so neat. It was so cool. We had a Lazarus room, which Ooh. was really cool. We had a, um, one of the kids uh, be in a coffin. Ooh. And then uh, if you solve the puzzle, the kid popped out of the coffin and said, hey, I'm back. You know, <laughs> that was cool. And then um, one of my, you know, we had a Zacchaeus uh, puzzle where you had to um, get a guy out of a tree. Did you get we, a little guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if he's an actually um, a little guy. He, he's the smallest guy in Climax. I don't want to name names, but his name is Chastin uh, Lafray. Oh, yeah. I know him. He is. But he's real tiny. Isn't he, he is. Yeah. And I think it's just he's, you know, everything's in proportion. He's just a he's just a slight person. And then uh, we had other rooms. Gosh, well, you know, the, the really fun room was a, a, a Bathsheba room. Um, so that was a little steamy. Oh, and my. we had to kind of you had to solve the a puzzle to make sure somebody didn't come out of a bathtub. Oh, that's so neat. Who right. did you have be Bathsheba? Uh, you know, I had one of the guys do it because I just didn't want the, you know. Uh, oh, you know, the, yeah. You know, so. I was going to say, I would have guessed it would have been Jessica Sinclair. She's so pretty. Yeah, Jess is really pretty, but we didn't have her because I just didn't want, you know, the, the kids' minds to, to go Yeah, to you don't place. want any of your Climax kids falling into lust, right? Right. And then, uh, you know, the final room, no one could solve. What? It was really awesome, and we did the, sort of a Last Supper theme. You had to organize who was sitting next to Jesus by the end of the Last Supper before the Romans came in. Oh, that's so cool. And, you know, Hallie, it was really difficult because, you know, a lot of the kids can't really remember any of the apostles' names after, you know, Andrew. So, you know, some people, I'm like, hey, there's a guy named Philip, and they're like, really? You yeah. know, and I'm like, yeah, he was one of the disciples yeah. of the kids can't remember them. Mm. They can only remember sort of the top three. Yeah, it's because they're on their phones all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I said, hey, you know, you can look up the names on your phones. That's true. I didn't even think about why well, I made them all go airplane mode just so they couldn't cheat. But I said, That's hey, cool. next time you're thinking of an apostle, maybe you look on your phone and, and see a, a name that you've not learned before. That's so, so we had a great weekend. Uh, <gasps> yeah. A Christian escape room. How was your weekend? Huh? Oh, well, from time to time, you know, we do movie nights in the gymnasium. And this week's was so inspiring. We screened the movie Noah starring Russell Crowe. Have awesome. you seen it? Uh, you know, I haven't gotten to see it, but I'm a huge Russell Crowe fan. Oh, it was so good. And a few people pointed out they were kind of confused because the movie had these giant rock monsters in oh, it. really? And it was like, is that some kind of Hollywood nonsense where they're just adding stuff to the Bible? But afterwards, Steve gave this great little talk back, and it turned out that there that those weren't entirely without basis in Scripture. Really? Isn't that so interesting? Because the Bible says, Genesis 6, 1 to 4 says, when man began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attracted attractive and they took as their wives any they choose and the lord said my spirit shall not abide in man forever for he is flesh his day shall be 120 years the nephilim were on the earth in those days and when the sons of gods came into the daughters of man they bore children okay and the bible says these were the mighty men who were of old the men of renown so anyway steve was like okay so who are the sons of god and who are the daughters of men and are the sons of god angels and are they making their children angel human crossbreeds or are they descendants of the righteous son of adam and eve named seth Remember Seth? Oh, of course. And then Steve said, you know, the word Nephilim means giants. And he was like, well, who were they? Are they the children of the sons of God and the daughters of men or something else like that? And who are the mighty men of old, the men of renown? Are they the people who inspired ancient myths, like found in other cultures, like Greek myths and stuff that aren't true, even though the Bible's true? You know, it's funny because you see giants in the Lord of the Rings in the Game of Thrones, don't you? Yeah. They have giants. And Steve mentioned that those ones are total fiction, but when they're in the Bible, they're fact. That's really cool because I think sometimes, you know, even my kids are going, hey, the Bible's a bit boring. And I'm saying, uh, actually, if you read a bit closer, Uh, we've got rock. 
talk giants. Yeah, and we have angels breeding with people and giants and sons of gods coming into the daughters of man. Isn't that so neat? The Bible's better than HBO, isn't it? That is fantastic. It's so cool. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. I feel like we're definitely too blessed to be stressed, which means it's time to move on to too anointed to be disappointed. Just like Pharaoh's daughter found a baby in a basket that stole her heart, we've found the perfect guest to steal your heart. Please welcome Ryan Lusky, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, Ryan. Right into this, right? That's right. right. All right. Nice to see you. Wow. It's so fun to do a radio show. That's right. (laughs) So fun. Well, now, now, Ryan, uh, you are carrying uh, something that I believe is going to tell us a little bit about the ministry that you've started. What is that in your hand? Yeah, and and given that we're doing a a radio program, right, or whatever it is, I do have to explain it okay. because yeah. That's so right. it is it it is a a racket. Okay, okay, but now I don't want you to think it's a tennis racket. Okay, or that I'm trying to swindle you. Do you understand? Okay. Like uh, a racket? Really. Oh, 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 okay. What is this Good. racket? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 No. Did you plan that it's when not you came that. in? I, I did. Do you okay. say it every time? I, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, That's good, though. I've got you should my, keep saying I've got my, it. Yeah. I thank you. I'm sort of getting feedback. I'm kind of, uh, because it, it's, it's, a, it's a, let me cut to the chaser. It is a badminton racket okay okay oh, yeah. now a lot of people would be like what did you just say what is badminton right uh-huh. right uh-huh. unless you know what it is in which case you would not say that sentence but if you don't know what it is badminton is a racket based sport yeah okay now i'm going to take a second here because i realize that that doesn't explain anything because i just said it's a racket right right and, and it's not I'm not trying to swindle you. Okay. <laughs> okay here we go. This oh, is you so did cool. it again. This yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. watching a stand-up work their material. Thank Com- you so much. Comics have to work the material, they? Don't really they really do. Yeah. They, and yeah. in any instance, it doesn't matter where I am. I don't care if I if they are in a hurry at the bank, I will try my stuff out. That's on. Okay. That is great. And a lot of times it's hard to shove that context into that sure. situation. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of times it doesn't fit at all. But uh, but the thing about uh, badminton is it is a racket sport. And what, what it is, is it, it's almost like tennis, but we're not playing with a ball. Oh. We're playing with what with what we call a birdie, okay, uh-huh. okay, or a shuttlecock. Oh, that's so okay. cool! Yeah, now those are two very different images. Yeah. I imagine come in your head. One is like a like a small innocent animal, right. and the other one is like a space 
penis or something. I don't know, but it, oh, they're very sure. different, but they're the same thing. And what right. it is, it's like a small little um, rubber uh, ball that's attached to some birdie feathers, like uh-huh. from literally, uh-huh. literally, they can be from a goose. Oh. Whoa. Uh-huh. But we play with plastic uh, yeah. that in kind of cone shape. So you hit it back and forth, you get points, you have a great time. And with my program here at the church, you learn about Christ through the process. That oh, is isn't that awesome. So cool? it's, it, there's never, there's never a time I feel like in your life that you can't be integrating, bringing in the word of God into your life. Isn't that right? It's so true. Yeah. It's relevant in any scenario. It really is. And we can really feel the love of God no matter what activity we're engaged in. It's so true. Now, I got to ask you a quick question before we leave these this terminology that I find so fascinating. That, okay, go ahead. So the origin of the words, maybe birdie came because there were feathers. Uh-huh. Now, what do you think the origin of shuttlecock was? And, and until you said the space program thing, I never even realized that like a, a space shuttle really does kind of look like a Well, a I do want to clarify. Yeah, space penis. So, but... I mean, is that okay? I mean, I'm... Well, I guess that's the technical term. It's not dirty, just, right? I'm just putting it in terms of like... A, a, otherwise, you're completely lost as to what that would be. That's right. right. It's not as... I mean, I know a cock is like a, a, a chicken, a that's male right. chicken. That's but right. there's, there's no similarity there. Yeah. So what, what we have here is it's a... I imagine the shuttle comes from the launching effect. Mm. Okay. You hit the you hit the, the birdie against the... Or shuttlecock against the racket. Mm-hmm. And it, sh- it shuttles back over oh, to the other player. Sure, sure, okay. Sure. I don't know. I don't know about the cock part, you know? Is it shaped like a... What, do you have one here? I do. Oh, oh, oh wow. That's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. Now look at that, huh? You want to... You can hold it. Oh, that, so this one's plastic? This one is plastic. With a little red nub. You're fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. And the, cool. hold on. I've got one that is actually has feather okay. birdies. Now Whoa. see... Now that's a difference. This yeah. looks This cool. one goes much faster. Now the oh. tip of this one it. seems like it's made of a different material. Is this a... Is this a more antique shuttlecock? Yeah, this one is old. And if you hit it, it would fall apart. Oh, okay. So I don't... You, this is more for like display. Okay. You know, if I am at the bank and I sort of start my, my thing, I pull right. this out. So the tip on this one is made of like, what is this, clay or? Uh, no, it is very old rubber. Okay. That's the effect that sunlight Ooh. has on old oh, rubber. See. It dries wow. it out. So this is such an important thing in my life. And I am I, and to be able to present it to people yeah. is a, um, a true blessing for Well, you're going to reach so many people. I bet people I are going to start so. signing up left and right. Well, you know what? That's the initiative right now because... Uh, I'm starting a, a team here, a, a, you know, a league, and we're calling it the the Good Mintons because I felt like I felt like the badminton was like, ooh, this is a sin based sport. I don't want to be part of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling it Good Minton, and then having to explain that it's actually badminton, and then. Then they're like, well, is it bad?" And I'm like, "No, it's good. I'm calling it good because I don't want it to seem bad, but it's good." And so they. A lot of times there's some confusion. And are you having a lot of interest? Huh? How many people do you have so far showing up at the gym? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Right now, we've had a couple kids drop by. Oh, that's so cool. And I do remember there was a young man, very short young man, um, uh, Chastin. Oh, Chastin. Chastin, yes. Right. He would not be good at it. No, he was. I immediately, I just, I, I cut to the quick and I just said, you are not physically yeah. Equipped He's to just be, too small. yeah. Right. You are about the size of this racket. Yeah. Mm. You will just be a complete right angle. Yeah, if him you play being out this. there would be a racket, right? Pardon me. I don't know. You know what's funny about a cock uh, uh, being called shuttlecock a shuttlecock? Uh, well, cock. the chicken. 
You know what's oh. funny about a male chicken being called a cock? Is that they actually don't have a phallus. All they do to mate is they line up their holes. Really, Hallie? They line up their holes? Yeah. my Their buttock holes? Or? They, they just have these holes in their body, and the man puts his hole up to the female hole. And it creates a suction, and he's... And- I'm not and she con- creates a, it's like a, it's like two plungers being shoved together and then they just suck. I'm trying to see. Well, my, my best friend, Becky Peacock, she got chickens to make eggs. Becky Peacock? Did you know Becky? No, but her last name is similar. It would make sense that she would know about the the anatomy of a bird. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So she has chickens and I thought that was the weirdest thing in the whole world. And she was like, we're going to eat their eggs and everything. And I said, well, what are you going to do with them in the winter time? Right. And then she hasn't had them in the winter yet. But anyway, she had a, she had a rooster that kept keeping everybody up at all hours. A cock. She had a cock. Okay. And I said, what is that? Do you ever see him jumping up mountains? Because I get upset when I see I know, animals I mating. Know, I know. I get upset just the idea of it. Yeah. yeah like because it. it makes me feel that weird that we do it too I, and I, they I do it. And if they're doing it, if animals do it, and then we do, do it. Do what are some ways that you talk about Jesus when you're playing badminton? Jesus Christ? Yes. Okay. I want to be clear. Um, well, when we're playing... I'll I'll launch the shuttlecock over to the opposing player. And and he's not opposing me. We're engaging because we're one in Christ, but he is also my opponent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, I usually have to stop and explain that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot this to you and you're going to return it. And hopefully I'm going to get a point off of you, but I don't don't want you to think that I am uh, against you. We are together in this experience, this uh, of experiencing Christ through playing good Minton. And you're saying, I do want to win. And you're saying that every time you serve. Right, so these games must last a while. They do. We usually play to three. Okay, we'll get as far. We'll get as far as three points. Um, but what what we're finding is that exerting our physical talents mm. is really referencing what Christ went through mm-hmm. when He sacrificed His body mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. So when I start to show a little bit of sweat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is a lot like the blood of Christ that was spilled when he was put up on, you know, the cross for you. Yeah. And, you know, oh, my underwear is getting so damp from all the the moisture f- from my sweat. You're I perspiring. bet I bet Christ yeah. might have dampened himself yeah. when he went through ex- like unbelievable pain from being nailed to a cross mm-hmm. for the sins of all of us. And it's hot in the Middle East. Yeah, and it's hot in the Middle East. And I love when you True. can just draw these powerful metaphors out of a game that most people think of, hey, we're just going to go in the backyard with a floppy net yeah. and sort of swing and miss a lot. Yeah. But you're using this game as a powerful teaching tool, yeah. which yeah. I love. And yeah. I like that you pronounce the N. Badminton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, goodminton. Like, right. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've I've only heard people be like badminton. No, you say it right. Yeah, I you like don't want to swallow that in because every letter is uh is like every letter in the Bible. If you were to read a, a verse in the Bible and you were to leave out all the ends, you would be like, "This is crazy." That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. I, he died for our sigh. See? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. That, would, that means sin. You need that in. <laughs> That's right. At the end there. That's right. Do do this. Do this in remember. Bre- breast of me, breast of me. Remember, remember. Do this. I'm not sure. Rem- remember, oh, right. do do this. I, I. What are we? Do this. I. Is this from the Bible? Of me. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know so, what else is biblical? Yeah, 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 yeah. A cock. Okay, Think about which it. one? Which kind? So you've said cock a lot thus far, and I, 
each time my head jumps around between like I'm just talking about that body part or the chicken or you yeah, know, which one. Or that's the why I'm cock. reflecting that I think maybe we should talk about how a cock is very, very biblical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's also an example of how God can use anything, can he? Okay. Because um, speaking of the crucifixion, okay. Um, you know, Jesus said before the cock crows three times, you will have denied me to Peter. Did he? That, I, that's you know what someone mentioned that to me. And I was like, that's a, I should use that. Now tell me that phrase again. What's, what's that phrase again? Before I'm the, sorry to be so close to your face, but what is that? What is that phrase again? Oh, you smell Can, good. Is that Polo or Drakkar? I don't you know. You smell good. I don't know. I, I, well, that must be, I love the smell of mints. I, got, I, I, I go to the dollar store a lot. So I just got this big jug. There's something that had like a, a, a guy jumping into a bucket. And I was like, this looks fun. But what is the. Well, uh, before the cock crows three times, you will deny me. Before I serve this shuttlecock three times, you, I will deny you the points that you, you need go. to win, even though we're not in opposition, there but I do want to win. The, the, yeah. the teaching is so clean, and it's it so is, right? easy. It's, it's just it, so easy to comprehend. <laughs> it really does. This is almost the, the most perfect vehicle for reaching... For proselytizing. It's an amazing uh, it's modern so cool. comparison that you can just, uh, you can work it in so easily. And you know what? The other thing about Goodminton is that it, I, 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 I cannot believe I will encounter anyone who will say, oh, that seems like a sissy sport or that seems wimpy or uh-huh. isn't that for, you know, blankety blanks or whatever language they want to use. Sure, sure. Um, I feel like that I could go into the roughest, most downtrodden environment, you know, and say, look, I know that maybe both of your parents are addicted to drugs and maybe that you have gone through some really hard times. But if you and I go to a gym and set up a net in the middle of the basketball court and have 45 minutes before the aerobics class comes in to encounter Christ and play some good Minton, I can change everything in your life. Have you done that? Have you gone into those communities? I've driven through them Mm -hmm. and I cracked my window at one point and I, I tried to talk to a a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Um, he reached in very quickly and somehow got a hold of my upper lip and pulled so hard. Oh, I, I, nothing against, I, I, his excitement in someone talking to him, maybe, I don't know what, I don't want to judge, yep. you know, he's going through some okay. stuff, yep. yeah. but I wasn't able to get out the words I needed because I, I, I couldn't connect, you know, right. when you can't, sure. you know, imagine someone who had lost an upper lip trying to talk. It right. was sort of like that. So you lost the lip. No, I didn't lose the lip, but it was like that. Right. That's somewhere. How did you get first interested in bad minton or good minton, mm. as I now will call it? Oh, you should. <laughs> you should, because I'm trying to trademark it. Um, uh, I was, uh, I joined my local YMCA, Ooh. and uh, I, gave a, I gave squash a shot. Do you know about squash? Another racket-based what game. What is squash? No. Squash is not a vegetable, oh. but it is. Well, sure. Yeah. And it is not something that you would do to to mash something down. Or a but, bug. No, a, a squash would not be a bug. Is that your point? Well, if I squashed a bug. Sorry, Hallie. Right, but I that's think, a verb. I think he was doing one of his... Um, oh, he's working material. Yeah, I think he was setting up one of his jokes. N- n- no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, that's Did, a racket. I'm sorry. What, did, what does that mean? I, I was just trying to repeat the joke that you said before. That's not my joke. 
That's joking. a racket? That's a, when I say that's a racket, I'm implying that I'm not trying to swindle you. Oh, right. I guess oh. I was saying like, oh, that's a racket that we don't get to hear a joke. I don't know if that's how that works, though. I don't think that's how that works. Oh, right. I like I, the word know, swindle, I, though. Sometimes I don't really get jokes. Yeah, it's hard. That. I mean, when you're, you don't want to mess with, with comedy's stuff. hard. Yeah. It is so and hard. And it really messes people up. They all get into comedy and then they kill themselves, like Robin Williams. It is and all a very, it's it, uh, it's a passive aggressive form of yeah. expression. They're deeply unhappy people, aren't it's, they? It's a, it's a, it's a way to keep yourself safe and not engage. And really make a connection with people, except for when I do it, because when I do it, it is reaching people and changing lives. Exactly. exactly. So you're There's in, a big difference. You're in the, uh, what were you saying? You're in the sauna at the YMCA. No, I never mentioned anything about the sauna. Oh, oh, you didn't? Okay. I was just at the YMCA. Oh, great. YMCA. Doing, so, doing, okay. Which is the Young Men's Christian Association. And Absolutely. And that's so cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the reasons I went in there. I was like, oh, yeah. young men? I mean, sorry, Christ? That's right. And so, that's you know, right. that was. Right. And that's so cool? That was the thing that was cool. And you're playing squash. Yeah. And so I took a stab at, at playing squash. So what is squash? Squash is, okay, it's not a vegetable. It is not an action you do to a bug to squash it. <laughs> That's but, a racket. Again, I, I don't want this to be awkward. So I think it's best if you just leave that okay. out of it. Let me know if you've seen an opportunity to do it. Then mm. I can maybe chime in. I don't, mm, I don't think, I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't, I really can't see an opportunity coming up. So you're playing squash. Right. Great. Okay. So we're playing squash and I'm not good at it because you hit the ball and it bounces against the wall and it goes behind you and it goes all over. And in doing it, I was like, I feel lost. I feel like I don't have a direction and a focus. And it hit me in such a way of like, I don't feel Christ in this sport Mm. and I don't know what it was but I fell on my knees and I started to sob on the squash court on the squash court and that poor gentleman that I didn't know that I was playing a pickup game with had to deal with that and I grabbed him and I pulled him down with me and he thought I was wrestling him and I wasn't wrestling him I was just weeping and then we rolled around for much longer than you might expect, given that situation. And I don't know if it's because neither one of us were strong enough to get away from the other one. I don't know exactly what happened. But when I woke up in the lobby with some security around me, I was ready to say, okay, I don't want to do that sport. Mm. Because that sport is not that makes sense. where I can connect with my God. You yeah. know, and I think I can say this here. Okay. Which is, what a racket. Okay. I knew that was. Hmm. I feel like, oh, yay, you were yeah. walking through the valley of the shadow of death on that squash Thank court. you for bringing it back to the point I was trying to make with that story. Um, is it a racquetball court? Are you in a. Yeah. It's like a big. It's like. Um, it's what. I imagine a big Soho loft is like without windows or furniture Mm. or a DJ stand. You know, it's just kind of an empty loft like environment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. It was like being in solitary confinement. Wow. I really had some kind of some people said I might have overreacted to what was going on. 
but they they don't have the same connection that I have to Christ. That's right. And you right. were having a spiritual awakening. I was. I had not eaten that morning. I was having uh, really low blood sugar sure. as as well. Yeah. Um, and I have pretty bad panic attacks. Oh. Yeah. And I'm the put- shoes I had, uh, I have a broken toe. So my to- my toe box doesn't, if I don't have wiggle room for my toe box, I am, I'm, I'm not happy. It is not good. And I start to think about that. And then next thing you know. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put your anxiety attacks and your uh, toe box on my prayer list. Well, thank you. You know, it actually reminds me of the story, Ryan, of yeah. Jacob when oh. he wrestled with the angel. Oh. Yeah. Why do you do that? You know, I, I don't think even he knew. But at the end. Yeah. You know, he got blessed and his he, hip his hip went out of joint. I know about that. That that was the biggest takeaway I got from that story. Right. Him wrestling. That was like, just like your toe went out of joint. Yeah. And I kicked a wall. I kicked oh. a wall when someone broke in my car. I was like so darn frustrated. Oh, that was, that was separate from the wrestling. Yeah. But oh. it felt like I was like, did the devil break into my car? No. Right. But it felt like that. It really did. And by the end, Jacob got a new name, Israel. And he was blessed. And he was named after the country? That is, yes, that's right. That is so interesting. Now, Ryan, I do so have to tell you, yeah. I've never seen you sitting down for this long because I always see you out there in mm. your spandex shorts yep. setting up the nets. You're yeah. always walking I'm and always moving. moving and around. You might be one of the most physically fit people I've ever seen. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, uh, nervous energy that I got to burn off. I think it's I just, great how you take care of your temple. Well, I just think, well, I think my temple is full of the spirit. That's and right. so it's just it's like I got to get it out. But, um, yeah, it's been that that part, and it's good to find something that I can put put that energy into. I yeah. will be honest; I really would like a little bit more, um, some more fellowship, a little mm. some some people coming around. Maybe some of your climate control kids could come around. That'd or, be awesome. Uh, be good for them, especially yeah. some of them need activities. Some of them get so lethargic with their phones; they need to mm. move around. Well, we have a no phone policy. Oh, that's great. that's for sure. I I put them in. I hide them. Yeah. You know. Were you allowed back in the sauna after the wrestling experience? Again, I was not in the sauna. Oh, at any that point. wasn't in the sauna. No, it doesn't. I don't even know if they have a sauna. I thought you there. said a blank room. I. That's what the squash room is. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just keep thinking it's a sauna. Nope. Now, no, do you always really wear the? Do you do you, every day? Do you wear the spandex shorts and the spandex? T- you almost look like one of those guys, the bike riders who do the speed racing. Do you? What? Yeah. What I'm wearing is not traditional badminton oh. outfits. Oh, really? Oh. No, 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 no. You no. just want to be more aerodynamic on the court. Yeah, 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 and I uh, uh, I like to buy things in bulk, so I bought a forty-five pack of these, and um, I just I was like, well, I got forty-five of them, and I, think I you can always great. thank you so much. And it's kind of Appreciate interesting because I actually didn't know the shorts were spandex because mm-hmm. they actually don't hug the the leg. They're well, a bit lo- they're yeah, a bit I, more I, loose. I I have I have n- no uh, muscle tone in my upper legs. As you, my calves are big, as you can right, see here. Are gorgeous yeah. calves. But then I become like t- t- two little sort of like twigs and stuff. Right. And, and is that because badminton, you're using the calves a lot and you're not really using the upper leg? I don't know. I might have some kind of like degenerative disease thing, oh, really? but I choose to say, okay, what is your will? You, I, Your will is for me not to have these traditional right? legs. Right. If it's not a traditional leg, then what, what am I walking the path on? Mm-hmm. I'm walking a path on a new version of me. Mm-hmm. And you're using a yeah. short that sort of accentuates the gift of the unusual leg. which uh, is Yeah, or uh, shorts that I got in bulk. And I was like, right. well, I've already spent $200 on 45 pairs of these spandex. Right. So I, I got to wear them. And the white, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, because it is hard to keep clean. 
you notice sweats and other mm. stains much more readily. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and you want to make sure they're always clean. Yeah. So. I, you know what? I don't think we need to focus on how I dress or why I dress this way. Hmm. It has nothing to do with. Yeah. with oh, it has nothing to do with badminton. The, no, the it's dress. just what I just. Oh, it's yeah. just what you like. Are you married? Huh? Are you married? Can't. No, don't. Oh. No, no. I'm not. Okay. No. I like to be a matchmaker. If you ever want to be set up, you let me know. <laughs> you let me know, Ryan. I would love, I would love, I'd love, I would love to have somebody. What's your type? In Anybody. It, oh, I mean, I don't want to say I'm just like, I'm not. Yeah. It, it, uh, someone who will talk to me and will sit with me and will read the Bible with me. Oh. And looks like Gray and I are both your type. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have any family in the area? Um, n- no, my family is uh, there. Most of them are back east. Okay. Uh, I relocated uh, after I expressed some things to them that they were uh, disapproving of. Right. And yeah. So, you know, I, I thought I'd go to somewhere. Um, Hopefully that maybe had a culture that sort of was more amenable to what I might be interested in, whether that be, uh, yeah, you know, like yeah. they're badminton, the, or badminton or the young men's athletic Christ, Christian association, you yeah. know, like that, that, yeah. that kind of right. like the young men yeah. thing. So. You got a fresh start. I did. Yeah. I got a do over and it's, uh, sometimes your do over takes 15, 20 years to get started, but you know, that's that's his, that's his will. That's his will. That's right. I have no control. (laughs) I have no control. I have no control over what happens in my life. And that is okay. Whatever his chosen path for me will be, thy will be done. If I have degenerative muscles in my thighs and I cannot make a human connection with somebody, that is his will because I am being taught through good Minton and him. He's so faithful. Yeah, it's a racket. Well, just like Jesus turned a few loaves and fishes into Lollapalooza, we're going to turn to your questions now. It's time for Mailbag, everybody. You ready to answer a question from a Twin Hiller, Ryan? Wow, okay. Dear Twin Hillers, I often visit my local Starbucks to read my scriptures and do my daily devotional. I enjoy chatting with the employees and even enjoy a free beverage from time to time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I love when you get something free. Oh, why would he do that? Yeah. Or her. Sometimes my, oh, let's see, who is it? Yeah. Oh, we don't know. It says caffeinated, concerned Christian at the bottom. We'll see. Uh, At the end, let's see if we can guess if we think it's a male or not. Okay. Okay, here we go. Sometimes during my time there, one of the Starbucks employees will sit next to me and read her tarot cards. And on more than one occasion has asked me if she could read them for me. Can Uh, I catch the devil by sitting next to this woman? Any encouragement how to stay strong in my faith? Sincerely. Caffeinated, concerned Christian. I think this is a fella. I do too. And mm-hmm. I actually I know too. who they're talking about because they're talking about <clears throat> the Starbucks that's over on Carlisle Road. Uh-huh. And I go there too to have Bible study a lot. Mm-hmm. And you've and, seen Tara. Yeah. And there is a young it's woman very who dangerous. does uh, is often going around saying, can I do tarot readings? And I will mm-hmm. say, Hallie, I said, hey, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to do a tarot reading for you because oh. I care about your soul and I'm going to tarot these cards up. That's right. And I tore them up and she got very upset because uh, she said they were they're special. They're expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. They are expensive. Some of them are custom made. Um, so I'm not allowed to go back to that Starbucks n- right now Ooh. because they said I destroyed property. But I, I, yeah. and I said, you know, it's fine if I destroy someone's property and I keep them out of hell. That's right. Yeah. Those Another are... tactic you could have done was just to go through and subtly on every single one of the 
the tarot cards, like draw a halo on the characters, right? Or put them on the cross or something. Cross, Just yeah. turn that turn it into yeah. a Christian yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's hard because some of those there'll be like one exposed breast or something like that. <gasps> yeah. You know, they'll be like, and it, which is too bad because I'm I'm not saying necessarily like tarot. You know, maybe they're just nice pictures, but when you've got a woman with an exposed breast for no reason, she's got a sword. Yeah. You're going, right. "Hey, yeah, what's going on here?" Yeah, right. I mean, why? I mean, what's who and, wants to look at yeah, that? No anyway. And, and you should it. tell that Starbucks, like, you know what? That image couldn't even be on Instagram. I'll tell you what. What I would say is, yeah. anytime somebody wants to read your palm, mm. tell you your future, show you these tarot cards, what you need to say is, you know what? Mm. It seems to me like you're seeking something. Okay. And I could use this opportunity instead of you making up this fictional nonsense about what these images mean, these kind of obscene images, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. How about if I how about if I pray with you? How okay. about if we sit and pray for a moment? And you can even hold their hands, you can embrace them in a godly hug. Yeah. Um and and honestly maybe that person will turn away from the wickedness of this kind of like false spirituality right. because they feel seen and touched and held and, and heard. Mm. And then um, you can just pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to fall on that place. It can happen anywhere. Holy Spirit turns up it's everywhere. So in a Starbucks, in a squash court, yep. in, a in the middle, bank. In the, right, you know, yeah. And I was going to say another, you know, if you do encounter one of these Wiccan devils who are trying to engage you and sort of like say, oh, I can tell you your future, you know, if you go down this path of evil. You can have them read your your palm, have them read your tarot card, do it once, you know, do it, do it oh. twice, oh. maybe let it go on for a few months where you're sort of spending a lot of time with them and mm-hmm. earning their trust. That's right. You're like uh, undercover. Yeah. You're kind of becoming part of their life. Maybe, maybe go to some of their meetings mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe there's a weekend trip you take with them or whatever, but when the time is right, turn the tables on them. Ooh. And hard, like mm. turn them hard and, and just, just say, now we're going to really learn what Christ wants for you. Absolutely. Get in there and get in there fast and hard and, and, you know, yeah. take their palm and say, is this palm is a sinner's palm and, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and I think people like that, you know, when you gain the trust and then you come mm-hmm. in and you say actually the opposite. Yep. Yeah, when you sort of establish a, a human connection, and then you take that human connection and and implode it. Yeah, and because we, in that explosion is God's love, like shining. It's like a, right. a neutron bomb that sort right. of like take that lays waste to everything they believe and that's understand. Right. And they're not going to forget that. And they're going to be so. What they end up being is so sort of like adrift and vulnerable mm-hmm. and needing Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. It really is. You have to re- remove everything that makes sense to them. And everything that has kept them safe and, and maybe the stability of their life mm-hmm. and then replace it with the real stability that they did not need That's right. or know that they need. That's right. And you got to tell them you were born with a Jesus shaped hole in your heart mm-hmm. and only he can fill it. And, and sometimes this- you've got to blow that hole in the heart. Yeah, you have to cut that hole. You have yeah. to take a like. You have to take the sort of w- wick and dagger that they might use in their thing and they cut might not their even heart. Think they up. have a hole until you put it there. And yeah, then you can say, "Hey, mm-hmm. that the hole that I cut is Jesus." Mm-hmm. And you can then br- you can bring them to the donut shop we have here at church, where all of the donuts have Jesus shaped holes, and you can have some coffee and mm-hmm. and, and donuts together. Yeah. And you can take their hand that they wanted to read the lines in and all right, that right, nonsense, right. And, and you force can, them to yeah, and you hold can the Bible. say. You you could say, imagine a, a steak 
piercing your hand and 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 going through your hand Mm -hmm. that's how much jesus loves you is that he let them put nails through his hands yeah and so you need to feel that same pain to understand what he went through because if you don't suffer he didn't suffer for you that's right i think we really got to the bottom of this one and i will say if that first attempt doesn't work Go back to saying like, oh, I was just kidding. And then kind of go back into the three month plan where you're hanging out with them and maybe meet their family at some point and, you know, lend them some money or vice versa. And then really turn the tables, like really just flip that table over. Ryan Lusky was played by Brian Husky. Watch him on HBO's Veep and Mr. Neighbor's House on AdultSwim.com and follow him on Instagram at TheBrianHusky. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.